Thank you, Jesus. 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 Father, we thank you, Lord, for giving us this time to come into your presence. Lord, you're so faithful. 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 We praise you, Lord. Every word that you have spoken, you so marvelously bring it to pass. For you are the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, who is all-powerful. And we thank you, Lord, for all that you have been doing. We thank you. We rest in your faithfulness. We rejoice in your goodness. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Lord, we praise you, praise you, praise you. I pray that you'll visit us at this hour. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you'll visit us at this hour. Visit us at this hour, Lord. Touch our bodies, touch our minds, touch our spirits, touch our souls, O oh, Father. I pray, Lord, that you do something new today. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. We praise you, praise you, hallelujah. Jesus, the name above all names, beautiful Savior, Jesus. Lord
hallelujah we praise you 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 hallelujah we praise you lord hallelujah oh we praise you lord hallelujah hallelujah ora bala bara sanda bashikara bala sanda la bariyo shara bala sanda la bariyo riya sanda la shikara baleo we praise you we praise you we offer to you a sacrifice of thanksgiving and an offering of praise Adonai, hallelujah, Elohim, oh we worship you, El Shaddai, Jehovah, Rapha, we praise you, hallelujah. Come Holy Spirit, come down on me, fill me with your power. Just fine. 
cannot live without you. Yes, I cannot live without Oribasanda Bashirio. Let there be an Oh 
Tell the Lord, set my heart on fire, Lord, for you this evening. Hallelujah. Set my heart on fire for you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Set my heart on fire for you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We are in need of you, Lord, we need your 
everything the world would want to have but that couldn't really satisfy satisfy his spirit man within his spirit man was empty deprived of the spirit of god who can impart his life into his spirit Spiritually, Zacchaeus was a dead man though he appeared to have everything that the world wanted. He was dead to the spiritual realm. Hallelujah. There was something terribly wrong. When a person appears to have everything, but they don't have the most essential thing, something is very wrong with that picture. Thank you Jesus. Those who have their priorities right and have the spirit of god working in their souls in their spirits are truly rich because they have everything through jesus christ hallelujah the order is right when we put spiritual things above everything else hallelujah thank you jesus thank you father Hallelujah. We need your touch, oh my God. We are in need of you, Lord. We need your touch, oh Lord. we grow closer to the Lord, our spiritual need for God increases all the more. It changes, it grows, and it increases. Hallelujah. No one can say, oh, I have grown in Christ, so I don't need God that much, as much as I needed Him before. No. The more we grow in Christ, the more we need Him. It's like a baby that grows. It drinks milk. It's hungry all the time. It has a need to be fed. But it can only drink milk during that time, that period. As it grows, the baby doesn't say, well, I'm growing so I don't need food anymore. No. The way it cha- eats changes. The types of food the baby has been taking as a child grows changes. As a matter of fact, it increases the proportion, increases according to the growth of the child. 
the amount of food that the child needs to eat changes the quantity changes hallelujah according to the growth of the child the digestive system changes according to the growth of the child the food that needs to be taken in changes hallelujah there's a need as long as a human being lives they must eat hallelujah they must drink water they must eat their food they must have a balanced diet just like how a human being is dependent on food and water for their well-being not just for their sustenance but for their well-being itself hallelujah we need our spiritual food the more we grow the more food we must eat the more we get stronger the types of food will change god will give deeper things his food will increase and the type of food from milk to meat will begin nevertheless we must continue to eat meat till we go to be with jesus we need milk we need meat we need a balanced food solid food the bible when it means meat it means solid food thank you jesus hallelujah stronger digestive capacity is needed to digest complex carbohydrates protein complex types of food to jesus hallelujah when a person grows grows out of that baby stage goes into solid food and if the human being goes back reverts back to just liquids only something is wrong it will affect the entire body you cannot live on liquids only the body is not meant to live on liquid only hallelujah indefinite amount of time living on liquid only will cause health problems major health problems thank you jesus god is speaking to our hearts today as we grow and god begins to work it is important to begin to eat what god gives hallelujah it takes faith and a god given appetite must increase hallelujah and the food that god gives we should be able to take in because god knows what we can take hallelujah just as the baby when it begins to grow grow out of milk into semi solid foods to solid food every food new food that is introduced it's different for the baby the baby soon enjoys and it looks at everything that's on the table and the child wants to eat that's normal way of growing in the spiritual realm god has made us spiritual beings who need the spiritual food as god introduces us to different types of food as we grow the appetite must increase and the desire to eat more the desire for the word of god must increase hallelujah 
The desire to know the deeper things of God must increase. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you. We need your touch, oh my God. We are in need of you, Lord. We need your touch, oh my God. your people, Father. We need your touch, oh my God. We are in need of you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need your touch. We need your touch. We need your touch.
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Change is good. Hallelujah. Change is good. Change is good. Good change is good. Hallelujah. Good change is good. Hallelujah. Good change marks growth. Hallelujah. Teach me, Lord, right now. Teach me, Lord, right now. Hallelujah. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, right now. Teach me, Lord. Yeah. Teach me, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your presence that is here. Hallelujah. The dominating power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The power that is above every other power. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for this power of God. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are in our midst, oh Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. To do something new. Hallelujah. To bring about a change, hallelujah. Good change, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Good change, hallelujah. Good change, hallelujah. Different than the formative years, God says. Change that comes from God Almighty. He moves us into the latter rain. Hallelujah. From the old wine into the new wine. Different than the formative years. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Teach me, Lord, right now. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, right now. Thank you, Father. Oh, we thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Into the realm of God, hallelujah. From the shadow into the reality, hallelujah. From shallowness into a deeper walk with the living God, hallelujah. Increase the understanding of your people, Father. Increase the capacity of your people, Father. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Work in the lives of your people, O Lord. Work in the lives of your people, O Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Open the eyes of the understanding of your people. Hallelujah. Every limitation, oh God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, 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 praise you, praise you, praise you, hallelujah, hallelujah, praise you, Lord. 
Jesus. We praise you, Father. We praise you, Lord. 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 We praise you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you, Father. We praise you, Father. We praise you, 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 Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. We praise you, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord who does exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or imagine. Hallelujah. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. God wants us to go higher. Climb higher. Hallelujah. Those who grow in humility are the ones who will climb higher. Hallelujah. Those who have lightened their loads are the ones who will be able to climb higher. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, hallelujah. Have you seen anyone climbing higher, carrying many backpacks? They're bound to fall. They're bound to be halted. Hallelujah, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, hallelujah. If you want to climb higher, you must become lighter. Ribala Sanda Bashikario. Lay aside everything. Lay aside everything. Lay aside everything that keeps you from drawing near to the King of Kings. You must lay aside.
closer to the living God. Pride must go. Pride must go. Hallelujah. For God resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. Those who practice humility, deliberately practice humility, are the ones who are going to be free from every weight, every baggage. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Those who are humble are the ones who are teachable, who will listen to what God would say. Hallelujah. They'll be humble enough to receive correction. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Those who are teachable are the ones who will grow closer to God. Hallelujah. God will be able to speak to them through anyone and through any situation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Teach me to understand your ways, to walk in your path of life, which is humility. Tell the Holy Spirit, Lord, I want you to work in me and I'm going to do my part. Throw away pride. Step on pride. Hallelujah. If you want to climb up, you need to throw away pride. That's number one. Because pride is not from God. Pride is from Lucifer. Any kind of pride is from Lucifer. It's from Satan. Hallelujah. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. In due time, God will lift you up. Hallelujah. If you want to draw closer to God, throw away pride because it is your number one enemy. It is not your friend. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Humility is the gateway to freedom. Gateway to all blessings. The Bible says God resists the proud. He becomes an enemy to the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. Hallelujah. The first step of drawing near to God is to stepping on pride, throwing away pride, which is not your friend, which is your enemy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The next thing that must go, if you want to climb higher, if you want to go closer to God, to throw away self self-centeredness me-centeredness I-centeredness hallelujah thank you Jesus if these two things can be removed which must be removed you can climb up higher hallelujah Jesus is calling you to climb up higher. Thank you, Jesus. Throwing away pride, throwing away self, all about me, will draw you closer to God. Hallelujah. Will open the gateway to drawing nearer to God. Thirdly, Dishonesty must be thrown away. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Every form of dishonesty. 
Thank you, Jesus. Self-justification equals dishonesty, equals pride, equals self. Thank you, Jesus. Dishonesty must be thrown away. Pride must be thrown away and must be replaced with humility. Self must be thrown away and must be replaced with Jesus Christ. Dishonesty must be thrown away and must be replaced with integrity. Hallelujah. Praise to Jesus. Fourthly, uncleanness must be thrown away and must be replaced with purity. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you want to draw closer to God, these are the steps that the Spirit of God is bringing to you at this hour. Write it down and make sure you follow it. There's nothing complicated about following Jesus Christ. If anyone would like to be my disciple, if anyone would like to follow me, if anyone would desire to come after me, Jesus said, let him deny himself, pick up his cross daily and follow me. Hallelujah. If you can do that, then you'll be where Jesus is. Hallelujah. Praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let me be your blessing. Let me be a blessing. Let me be your blessing to you. Sacrifice. Laying down your life in order to live is necessary. Jesus said this. Those who seek to save their life will lose it. But those who lose their life for my sake will find it. It's not that when you lose it, it's lost. No. That's when you gain it. It's a beautiful secret that Jesus revealed to his disciples and to us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You cannot go to the fifth step without going through one, one through four. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fifth step can be accomplished if you are keen on getting rid of pride, getting rid of stuff, getting rid of dishonesty. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise you. And getting rid of uncleanness. Then 
your sacrifice will become acceptable to God. The price you pay will be acceptable to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Those who are willing to do these five things will see God, will be led by the Spirit of God, will be fed by the hand of God, will be closely acquainted with God, not be a faraway bystander, but one who leans on the bosom of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let there be an overflow. humility those who actively work on being humble that means every opportunity you get you humble yourself you're keen on humbling yourself that's how you step on pride hallelujah before God and before man you humble yourself you become teachable you humble yourself and you take correction You humble yourself and acknowledge when you're wrong. You humble yourself even when you're wrong when someone says not to retaliate but to be able to listen. Hallelujah. Those are the manifestations of humility. Hallelujah. Humble yourself to prefer others before you. Hallelujah. Not feeling entitled to anything, but willing to be stepped on. That's humility. Replace pride with humility. That's the first step. That's foundational. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Remove every form of self looking for attention, approval getting offended easily or getting offended period those all symptoms of self a big disease God is speaking to us today hallelujah if you want to go closer to Jesus Tell the Lord, Lord, I don't want to have anything to do with this. I want to replace this with Jesus. Hallelujah. Willing to be Jesus to the next person, beginning with your family. Just like how God in Christ Jesus forgave you, you must forgive others. Every single person that you know. If you're not able to make eye contact with someone, if you're not able to talk with someone, if you have not reconciled, that's the first thing you must do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Because without that, there's no moving forward. Thank you, Jesus. Because you're being held as a captive. Thank you, Jesus. To unforgiveness. And it's a manifestation of pride because you feel right and you feel entitled not to forgive someone or not to talk to someone. That's not being godly and God does not want that. If you want to go higher, you need to get rid of that self and say, Lord, I want to replace that with Jesus Christ. Lord, make me like Jesus. I want to be Jesus to the next person. No matter what they did to Jesus Christ, Jesus still forgave no matter what they did. Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Your heart should be free of bitterness. Your heart should be free of anger. Your heart should be free of jealousy. These are manifestations of self. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Replace that with Christ. Thank you, Lord. Replace pride with humility. Replace self with Jesus Christ. If you get offended, you know you have a big problem with self. Thank you, Jesus. What others think about me, what others say about me, what others talk about me, how others look at me. These are all manifestation of self because it all focuses on you. But when that self is replaced with Jesus, it'll be, what does others see? Christ in me? Do others see Christ in me? Thank you, Jesus. No matter what happens, am I exhibiting the nature of the Lord Jesus Christ? It's not about whether you are seen or heard, whether your voice is heard. It'll be about whether God's voice is heard. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus Christ went as a lamb that was led to the slaughter just for us. Thank you, Jesus. It was because he humbled himself and did not fight for his rights and he willingly gave himself as a ransom for you. You are here in the presence of God. Because he gave himself willingly as a ransom for me, I am here in the presence of God. And Jesus told his disciples, and if we want to be his disciples, he is telling us the same thing. You go and do the same thing. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Be like Jesus in order to win someone over. Do whatever it takes in order to be Jesus to that person. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Replace self with Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Replace dishonesty with integrity. Hallelujah. Unfaithfulness with faithfulness. Hallelujah. That means whatever you've been doing, little things or big things in a dishonest way, you must stop doing that and you must replace that with honesty. That means in all I say, in all I do, let me be pleasing, pleasing to say in all I 
I take every breath I breathe, every word I say. Little bit, little bit more, pleasing to you, pleasing to you. Every step I take, dishonesty must be replaced with 100% honesty. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Any form of uncleanness, no matter how little it may be, no matter how big it may be, must go. Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Hallelujah. Uncleanness must be replaced with holiness unto the Lord. Hallelujah. In all you say and do, you must be pleasing, hallelujah. In your eyes, in your mannerisms, in your clothing, the way you talk, the way you appear, the way you conduct yourself, make sure. God would approve of it. Make sure it's holy unto the Lord. If you're carrying the Spirit of God inside of you, you need to have that reverence for God, that your body is a temple of the living God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Your body is for God. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God dwells in you. When you honor God with your body, God will honor your body. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Replace uncleanness, unholiness with holiness, hallelujah thank you Jesus hallelujah 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 and replace living for yourself with living for Christ, hallelujah that your life may become a sweet offering to God a life of sacrifice which means whatever God wants you to do whenever God wants you to do however God wants you to do you do it whatever the price it may be you pay it hallelujah thank you Jesus hallelujah 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 these are the five important steps that God is giving to our church in a very simplified manner if you want to climb up to go closer to Jesus, hallelujah. Because He is there to take you up every step of the way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
What are you going to do for him? Hallelujah. What are you going to do for him? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There's only one way, and that's the best way. Only one life. And we must live it now. We must live it now. For Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Time will come when we won't be able to. No point in crying at that time. God says the time is now. The time is now. The church must arise. God's people must arise. To do what God has called them to do. To rise higher. To rise up higher. To go deeper. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
prayer to the Lord. To do your will. Take me, Jesus. For speaking to us at this hour. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence that is here. Thank you, Lord, for the work of the Holy Spirit that is being, Lord, taking place at this hour. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain. They build it. Hallelujah. Unless God watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Father, that you are building your people, Lord. Hallelujah. So there's going to be fruit, oh Lord Jesus. Yes, Hallelujah. Lord. You're watching over this church, Lord. So there's going to be fruit, Hallelujah. oh Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You, Lord. That you will rebuke the devourer for our sakes, oh Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. That you are the builder of this church day and night. Yes. Every single soul, yes. Lord, who is part of this church, oh Lord Jesus, yes. you are watching over them day and night. Hallelujah. Yes, thank you, Father. Yes, and I pray may your people do what they should do in order to go higher, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let no one be stagnant, O God. Let no one be stagnant, O God. Let no one be stagnant, O Lord. Let the wind of the Holy Spirit push your people forward in the name of Jesus. Oh, let the wind of the Holy Spirit carry your people forward in the name of Jesus. May they drop their baggages so that they can be carried by the wind of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. May they drop what you have told them to drop down, Father. Hallelujah. So that the wind of the Holy Spirit can catch them. Hallelujah. And take them from where they are, oh Father, to take them into the glory realm of the Most High God. We thank you, Father. Oh, we praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. To be transported into the glory realm is to be transplanted out of the old world 
and to be placed into the new world. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. From the ways of this world to the ways of the Lord Jesus Christ. From the ways of failure into the ways of success. Hallelujah. From the ways of heathenism into the ways of holiness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Those who embark on this journey, that God is calling you tonight, on this eighth day of September, 2021, you're going to experience something marvelous, substantial. You're going to have a before September 8th and after September 8th in your life. But God will do something remarkable. God will do something spectacular. Hallelujah. This defines and marks something definite that God is going to do in this body of the Lord Jesus Christ here in our church. Hallelujah. So all those who would answer the call, leaving something and running somewhere else for a mission trip is much easier than to truly dedicating one's life for the Lord Jesus Christ and doing the five things God has called you to do today. But if you're goal-oriented, if you say, I want Jesus, as the Lord spoke to us at the beginning of this fasting and prayer, I want to know Him because I want to inherit Him. I want to know Him, I want to follow Him, and I want to inherit Him. Hallelujah. God has given you today what you need to know in order for you to do it and thereby you will follow. When you do that, you will inherit Him. Hallelujah. God is calling you for a higher walk with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. God is calling you to go higher. Leave the plains and go to the mountain. Lot Leave the plains and go to the mountain. God is speaking. There's a prophetic word God is speaking at this hour. Although the entire thing is prophecy. There's a definite word for someone here God is speaking. Leave the plain. You've been living like Lot in Sodom. Leave the plains and go to the mountains. Flee to the mountains, God says. Hallelujah. Flee to the mountains, God says. Flee to the mountains, God says. Flee to the mountains, God says. Because there will come a time when whatever you're relying on will crumble down under your feet. Whatever you're leaning on will crumble down right before your eyes. Whatever you're placing your trust in and wasting your time will crumble right in front of your eyes. Oh Lot, get up. Go away from where you are and go to the mountains. Flee to the mountains. Flee to the mountains and there is safety. Hallelujah. Flee to the mountains. There is prosperity. Hallelujah. The Lord is your mountain. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Abiding in Him will give you that security and safety and prosperity. Hallelujah. Let your heart be not settled in Sodom. Remember Lot's wife. Thank you, Father.
And the things of the earth will go, will grow strangely dim. Hallelujah. The things of the earth will just go away, vanish away in front of your eyes. In front of your eyes. But if you keep your eyes on Jesus Christ and not on the things of the world, the things of the earth will grow strangely dim because your eyes are focusing on the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And He will give you everything you need above and beyond what you can imagine. Exceeding your expectation, the King will royally clothe you, royally feed you, royally defend you, royally protect you. Hallelujah. If you would become a loyal servant of the King. Hallelujah. A loyal servant of the King. Thank you, Jesus. No traitors will be allowed in the kingdom of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And those who commit treason will be excommunicated, will be executed, will be removed from the path of life says God Almighty. From the path of life, those branches will be cut away and will be thrown into the fire where there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit of God is speaking to this church at this hour. Behold, I come quickly. Repent. Otherwise, I will remove your candlestick away from you, says God Most High. Those who repent will move forward. Those who don't repent, their candlestick will be taken away. Whatever even little is burning will be extinguished by the hand of the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, who is a consuming fire. Thank you, Jesus. Become sober. Be vigilant. For your adversary, the enemy, the devil, he is going around looking to see whom he may devour. There is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. If you walk after the Spirit, and you live in the Spirit, there is no condemnation for you. There is total freedom. Hallelujah. There's total freedom, hallelujah. Oh, there is joy in the presence of the King, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There is joy in the presence of the King. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He crowns me with joy. In His presence, He crowns me with joy. In His presence, He crowns me with joy. Joy in His presence, He crowns me with His joy. There is joy overflowing. Hallelujah. There is joy in His presence. There is joy overflowing. Hallelujah. There 
is joy in the presence of the king. Hallelujah. All those who follow the king. Hallelujah. And are faithful to him. Hallelujah. Don't stab him, backstab him. Hallelujah. All those who are faithful to the king. Those who don't trample the blood of the son of God. Those who serve him faithfully in the vineyard of the Lord Jesus Christ will have joy, God's joy, God's peace, overflow of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There is no condemnation for such people because they are not walking after the flesh. They are walking in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lift up your heads. For your redemption draweth nigh. Hallelujah. Lift up your heads. For your redemption draweth nigh. Hallelujah. Lift up your head. For your redemption draweth nigh. Hallelujah. Lift up your head. For your redemption draweth nigh. Hallelujah. Your Redeemer is at hand. Hallelujah. Your Redeemer is at hand. Hallelujah. Your Redeemer is at hand to redeem you. Hallelujah. To redeem all the wasted years. Hallelujah. Oh, to reward you for your righteousness. Hallelujah. And to recompense the wicked. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for this time that you have given to us in your presence. Thank you for speaking to our hearts today. Thank you, Lord, for revealing your truth, the deeper truth that will save our souls, that will prosper our souls, that will prosper our minds, our bodies, our families, our finances, so that we can live for you. And thank you, Lord. Let there be a total surrender, a godly surrender, an honest surrender, the lives of every brother, sister, child that's here. So that they may go higher, Lord. That they may go higher, Lord from milk to meat, from strength to strength, from glory to glory. Thank you, Father. Renew the strength of your people at this hour. Renew the minds of your people at this hour. Father, 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 restore to your people all that the locust has eaten. Thank you, Father. And all that the canker worm has destroyed. And we know that you're going to do something marvelous, Father, in our midst. Thank you, Lord. As this church prepares herself in a manner that is worthy of the king, the king will visit her. The king will visit her. Hallelujah. The king will make himself known to her. Hallelujah. As her bridegroom. Hallelujah. A deeper fellowship. A deeper walk. Is what God is calling you. For Thank you, thank Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, thank not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the living God. A Spirit-driven life. 
A spirit-filled life. Hallelujah. A spirit-driven life. A spirit-filled life. Overtaken by the Spirit of God. Overcome by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Will produce a life filled with the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. Thank you, Heavenly Father. So bless your people today. And I pray that you continue to minister to their hearts. Oh, Father, whatever you want to do tonight, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth in our midst as it is in heaven. Father, I pray, everything that is carnal, everything that is of the devil, everything that is not of the Holy Spirit. Lord, may find no place in our church. In the name of Jesus. Lord, bring your extinguisher, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And extinguish every uncleanness, Father, that is found in our midst. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every false fire, every faulty fire, every false fire, every faulty fire. May extinguisher of the Almighty God extinguish those in the name of Jesus. Every false fire, every faulty fire be extinguished right now in Jesus' name from within our midst. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And every plant that the Father has not planted be uprooted in the name of Jesus from among our midst. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That the church of God may grow exponentially in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Build your church, Lord. Make us strong, Lord. Join our hearts, Lord, through your Son. Through the working of the Holy Spirit, let a mighty army arise from our midst, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Solidify the work of God. I pray. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. Solidify that which you are doing in the midst of your people, O Lord, at this hour in the name of Jesus, through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. And may the Spirit of God take the words of the living God deeper to the spirits of your people. Thank you, Father. That many be one over from darkness to light. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We thank you for this hour. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Jesus. Praise be to God. We're just going to go into Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. And we will read... From verse 1 onwards. Luke chapter 5 from verse 1 onwards. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. The power of God. The power of the Spirit of God. Yesterday, the Lord spoke to us how the multitudes were going 
after the word of God. They were not just going for signs and wonders. They were actually going after the word of God. And the Lord spoke to us. He said that when the genuine work of the Holy Spirit takes place, he draws people and multitudes will come to hear the word of God. Why? Because it is a working of the Holy Spirit in the lives of those that God has appointed unto salvation. So those who are really, really focusing on serving God, it is important, we've been seeing all week, how to really have the power of the Holy Spirit in order to do the work of God, how to really effectively serve God, how to move mountains, how to move the hearts of the people by letting the Spirit of God do the work. Because only God can touch the spirits of the people. Only the Spirit of God can touch the spirit of man. We see here how God moving the hearts of the people, bringing multitudes to the Lord Jesus Christ. We saw yesterday how Jesus Christ stopped everything and he valued teaching the multitudes more than anything when he saw the multitudes come for the word of God. And we saw yesterday how when you come for the word of God, God will come for you to fill you with this word. And we saw how the word does everything. The word heals, the word delivers, the word saves, the word does wonders. The word nourishes our body, the word nourishes our soul. And we saw how man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word proceeds out of the mouth of God. And how the word of God works wonders for our physical body. Praise be to God. God has been so gracious. Yesterday I was having, as I mentioned, um, last uh, night, um, all through yesterday evening, I had a terrible, very terrible um, headache, migraine headache and uh, body pain. And it lasted through the night. You know, Esther got up night, so I had to stay up through the night into the day. And until this evening, you know, I had very bad, you know, um, headache and um, body pain. But the word of God is sufficient for us. It is important for us to take the word that God has given to us. And in spite of what the enemy tried, we still had the morning call. We still have the evening meeting. God still gave me his strength to give the word last night, to give the word this morning and to give the word now. And to take care of all the things all during the day. Many, many uh, time sensitive deadlines we had. God came through. Through all of it, Apostle Paul says, through the Spirit of God, when I'm weak, then I'm strong. In my weakness, his strength is being made perfect. Therefore, I gladly boast in my weakness so that the strength of God, the power of God be revealed in my body. See, what natural people or people without God cannot do? People through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ flowing through us can accomplish what people cannot do without sleep, without, you know, um, proper whatever they need to take care of themselves. God helps us through all of it to accomplish what God wants us to do. Every hindrance of the enemy, every attack of the enemy, the Spirit of God comes and He does the work. So the importance of being clothed with the Spirit of God. You know, we saw that today in the morning call, how it is necessary, essential for us to be clothed with the power from on high every single day to overcome all the attacks of the enemy. Nothing is stopped. Nothing lags behind. Nothing is missing. We're still moving forward, accomplishing what God wants us to accomplish through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, as we are in Luke chapter 5 today, the Lord wants to speak to us about something much deeper. As during the worship, God was taking us deeper, deeper, deeper. Because there is such a thing called ankle deep. You go to the water, you stand, and you say, I want to get my feet wet. 
And there is such a thing called going to the knee-deep level where you say, I go to the water and I stand there. I'm happy with this. And there are people who go up to the waist-deep. The Bible talks about all these things. And then there are people who go all the way to the shoulder. And there are people who will actually dive in. They will enjoy the water swimming. And you know what? There are other people who are very interested in what's happening underwater. And they actually go underneath. They are trained for that. And they go enjoy everything that is underneath the water. That most of us don't have a clue of what's happening inside. But they actually go and they swim with the fish. And they see what's happening And there are people who are trained for that. Why? Because they gave themselves the time. They gave themselves to the training. They said, this is my goal. I want to know everything about the underwater stuff. I want to know everything about what is happening. That This is my passion. This is what I want to do. Think about this. When the people of the world can give themselves over to something, a passion that is driving them to go and discover something that's underneath the world... Think about this. There are people who go to the moon and they want to go to other planets and months together, years together, they prepare and prepare and prepare and prepare and prepare. Why? They are driven to go and see something that's outside this world. Something that's extraordinary. Something that's outside this world. And then there are other people who give themselves over to medicine, train and train and train, and then they want to discover something. They want to discover a medicine for some disease, some cure. They want to. And they study about the brain. They study about the eye and they study and study and research and experiment and they don't find anything first and then they work and they work and they experiment and they try and initially everything falls apart and and hours together they don't sleep and a lot of times they sit and they fall asleep because in their mind they're thinking why is this not working what if this what if this theory you know is in place and how can i you know what is driving them passion passion for something that they believe is important to them. God is speaking to your hearts today. What do you think when you think about Jesus Christ? Do you have a passion for Jesus Christ? What is driving you to do what you're doing? Is Jesus, is somebody say, Jesus also. Yes, I have other things, but Jesus also. I have other things, but Jesus too. I have other things, and I want to serve God too. Do you have a passion? Are you driven by something? What is driving you? Or you have no passion. Most people have no passion. Most people have passion for something, but it's like more limited. They go after you. Some people, they go after drugs. They go after drugs with everything that is within them. Because it's an addiction they draw. You know, it's they're being driven by the passion to do drugs. What is that? That's a demonic passion. But then there are good things that you see. People want to become scientists and people want to become, you know, astronauts and people want to, you know, discover medicine. Like I said, people want to go underwater. They want to discover the world that no one has ever seen or most people have not seen. And for that, they give themselves over to it. God is speaking to your hearts at this hour. If you want to become everything that God wants you to be, you must be prepared to forsake everything in order to follow Jesus Christ. You can't have this and that together. We have to be driven by the passion of the Lord Jesus Christ. That means I want to put my heart and soul into following Jesus. You cannot afford to miss a minute. You cannot afford to distract yourself or get anything to distract you. Goal-oriented people are the people who will achieve what they want to achieve. 
you it's not just enough to have a goal you know there are you know people and I I've done this you know when I was younger you know you put a schedule you know science this time and math this time and you want to do and you want to finish this many chapters by the, I mean a lot of you have would have done this you might be smiling while I'm saying this you put all these things by this day you want to finish this by that day you want to finish this and then you start like with so much you know zeal you want to study and then you get distracted and and other things come and then what happens you go back to square one try to put a timetable again as to what you want to do that's you know kind of a um goal setting and pursuing the goal most people have but you know the people who really are passionate about something what you're passionate about will drive you to achieving that when you're really passionate about it that will become your food that will become your sleep that will become your dream that will become everything even when you're sitting that will occupy your mind that's what you call real passion it'll really drive you it's not about i want to do this and you're excited about something and then that excitement goes away and because you got distracted a person who is passionate truly passionate about something will not let any distraction come near them you look at people who you know get the gold medal at the olympics or people who become the first person to go to the moon or people who become someone who go to the space out of so many billions of people they are one among the few to go and see they never allowed themselves to be distracted by anything no one can pull them away from anything and you know what guess what their family understood that this is very important and they will support them in that they will stand by them and they will say okay we know from this time to this time that is going to be in training we all know that you know why because the wife and the children they all value this they all know oh dad is going to go to the moon or he's going to go to the space or he is doing his research work he's discovering something and the man when he comes and sits or the woman when she comes and sits all she will talk about is what she was doing all day i was trying all this oh i found this or this is the beginning of something they be excited over it or i tried this all all these hurdles i encountered i don't know i got stuck at this it went well i don't know and they sit and they think and they think and they think and, and until they achieve that goal whatever they do that occupies their mind if you really want to be successful in doing what god wants you to do you have to be like jesus and the passion that drove jesus christ was to do the will of god to finish it to do the will of god and to finish it not just to begin like i said have the excitement and they say i need to do this and you start studying and then after that the excitement goes away this is not about excitement this is about passion do you have a passion to serve god do you have a real passion to follow jesus you need to have that passion if you want to serve god you have to be someone who has a goal and be passionate about that goal If you don't have a goal and if you're not passionate about the goal I'm not talking about humanly driven goal our goal should be to become like Jesus to walk like him to talk like him and to minister like him that means to live a life of sacrifice and we saw this today during worship sacrifice is number 5 we have four things before that once you do those four things you come to the fifth thing without that our sacrifice will not be acceptable to god so humility is the first step as the lord spoke to us during worship 
And denying oneself is very important. You replace that I, me, my with Christ himself. That's the second step. And the third step we saw that integrity or honesty is very important. Whatever you do, you have to do it with utmost integrity and honesty. That means dishonesty should be removed. We saw the fourth one is holiness. Without holiness, you cannot touch the work of the Lord. So holiness is very important. Whatever you do, your mind, your eyes, your thinking, your speaking, everything must be sifted through the word of God. And you have to be holy unto God. That's four. When you are done with these four things that you are Walking with God, then five is you lay down yourself as a living sacrifice to God. Lord, whatever you tell me, wherever you go, whomever you talk to, you know, tell me talk, whether it's two o'clock in the night, whether it's four o'clock in the evening, whether it's six o'clock the next day, whatever it is, wherever you tell me to run, whatever you want me to do, whether you want me to fast now, fast tomorrow, or fast for someone, whatever it is, whatever God will tell you to do, you be ready to do that in season and out of season. A soldier. You know, if you look at a soldier, a soldier is on call all the time, just like doctors too. A soldier cannot say no. He knows that already. When he comes into the army, at that moment, he loses his rights for everything. Nobody takes away his right. No, he willingly gives it away. He willingly lays down his rights and he says, now I'm going to come under the training of this commander. Now I'm going to do whatever. I'm not going to sleep whenever I want to get up on and on to, you know, live a whatever life. No, a life of self-discipline, not based on how I want to know, based on what my army calls me for. What has God called you for? The Bible says God has called you for holiness. God has called you for a life of love. God has called you a life just like that of Jesus Christ. So, when God calls you and you walk in the Spirit by letting the Spirit of God dominating your life, the Lord spoke to us about that during this week, so we're not going to talk about that today. But when you let the Spirit of God dominate your life, dominate your thinking, dominate your behavior, dominate everything that you do, then there is the working of the Holy Spirit. It's no more of you. You're not seen. You're not heard. It's no more of you. It's the Spirit of God working in and through you. And He makes contact with the people. He makes contact with the spirits of human beings. And that's our salvation. The Spirit of God drawing people to Himself takes place. That's how healing takes place because the Word does the work. The Word does the work. The Word does the work. When you live the Word out... And you preach the word through the Spirit of God speaking through you, not your own words, but the word that comes from the Holy Spirit comes out of you. Then the Spirit of God who speaks through you because He is speaking will stand by you to confirm that word through signs and wonders. We saw this through the Spirit of God during this week. How real ministry will have these two things. One is the word of God that comes from the Holy Spirit. That means God speaking. And then two is God doing. God never just speaks. God speaks and He does. So the word being given and the word in action. The Lord spoke about that. So I'm not going to go into that again. Very important for us to have this in mind. If we want to have Jesus kind of ministry, we need to live like Jesus. Word 
of God should be lived through us. When the word of God is lived through us, there'll be an overflow of the word of God. The spirit of God speaking through us, the one who is dominating will speak through us. And when he speaks through us, because it is God who is speaking and not you, he will stand by what he is speaking through you to bring that word into action. And that's when healing takes place. So Jesus taught the multitudes here, and it is the Spirit of God who drew these people to the Word of God. Multitudes came to hear the Word of God. Now, God is going to take us a little deeper today, being the eighth day, and I want you to have your spirits and the spiritual eyes open to what the Holy Spirit is speaking at this hour. So as we read here, let's go to verse 2. And so two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Their job was over. They did whatever they had to do. So far, no one knows what they did. We know something. Their job is over. Their shift is over. They're going to go home. They're washing their nets. And during that time, Jesus goes into the into one of those boats. And God has spoken about this in another message some other time, some months ago, a few months ago, I believe, in our in our Sunday morning service um, about why did Jesus go? Sunday morning service or one of these meetings, I'm not sure, but God is bringing to me that this is an important message. If you can go back and listen to it. Why did God choose Peter's boat and not the other boat? It's very important. And how God who saw the faith of the woman of Zarephath. Jesus said this. Though many widows were there. Elisha was only, Elijah was only sent to the widow of Zarephath. Even though many lepers were there in Israel, Elisha was sent to Naaman. Just like that. Many boats were there. And then these two boats were there. And among these two, Jesus chooses one. Anytime God chooses in a sovereign will, he sees the end from the beginning. He chooses that boat in order to accomplish his purposes. He had a plan. God has a plan for you. Nothing in your life happens without the plan and purpose of God. Even if you don't know it. When God has a plan, Peter didn't know Jesus at this point. Peter didn't know Jesus Christ as the Messiah at this point. But Jesus who saw Peter, who would leave everything and follow him, decided that he was going to get into Peter's boat. It's very important to be people of faith, people of integrity, people of humility. You see that in Peter's life. Peter didn't know anything about Jesus. But you know what? When Jesus told him to do something, he had the humility to listen and obey. He had the integrity to say his real state, how he was. Those are two important factors that play in the lives of those. God will do something substantial. What is Honesty. Really admitting before God your real condition. Secondly, having the faith to obey what he says. Even if you don't know what's going to happen. Even if you don't know what the outcome is. When God tells you to do something, it's important for you to just do it. Now, Jesus didn't tell Peter, well, Peter, I'm going to take you here. And when you go there, you know, this is what's going to happen. Jesus didn't give a long prophecy for Peter. Peter, I'm going to tell you to now put the nets. And when you put the nets, you're going to get so much fish. And your boat is not going to contain. And you're going to have another boat come and help you. And, you know, this is how much fish fish you're going to get. Now, do you believe me? If you believe me, put down your net. He didn't say that. Jesus did not tell Peter what he was going to actually do. Peter did not know what the outcome was going to be. Regardless of knowing the outcome, Peter decided to do what Jesus told him to do. God is speaking to your hearts at this hour. We know who God is. 
we have the word of God. We know whom we believe. And we know what the outcome is. God has spoken to us. Imagine, if Peter chose to believe Jesus, regardless of what the outcome was going to be, and he did not know what the outcome was going to be, and he obeyed Jesus Christ and saw the miracle, how much more you and I should believe in the word of God, believe in the work of God, believe in whatever God tells you to do, to do it, regardless of what the outcome is going to be, even if you don't know what's going to happen, 99.9% of the time, God will not tell you what he's going to do, because he wants to see your faith. He will only tell you to do something when you do it, then you see the miracle taking place. God is speaking to your hearts at this hour, regardless of what the outcome might be. Are you willing to believe in what God is telling you to do and simply do it? That's where miracle takes place. Miracle is a miracle because it is outside human control. It is from the supernatural realm to the natural realm. Now, we're just going to continue to read for a few minutes before we conclude here. Verse 3, Then he got into one of the boats which was Simon's and asked him to put out a little from the land. So he's telling him, just move the boat a little from the land because Jesus already had a plan in his mind. And then he's doing what he was doing, which was to speak to the multitudes, import his word into the multitudes, because the multitudes came to Jesus for his word. We saw that yesterday. How? When you go to God for something, earnestly you go to him. He will answer you. He will meet you where you are. The people came to receive the word, hear the word, receive the word. And the word of God, Jesus Christ said, I am here. I will give you the word. He never disappointed them. He filled them with the word of God. Once that was over, then he is turning to Peter and he's doing something very substantial. Verse 4, when he had stopped speaking, that means when he finished doing the ministry that he came to do, when he saw the multitudes, when that was over, the word of God did. And we saw this yesterday, that when Jesus taught, Jesus never just simply taught and got up and left. Every time he taught, he always demonstrated his teaching with signs and wonder, because that's how it works. The word of God speaks and the word of God acts. The word is distributed and the word demonstrates. So in a real ministry, the word will go accurately to the people and the word will be confirmed by the spirit of God who gives the word with signs and wonders. A genuine work of God will have these two things operating where the word of God will come through the spirit of God accompanied by signs and wonders, following signs and or signs and wonders following the word. So, Jesus Christ did his ministry. He taught, that means he taught and he healed people simultaneously. As the word went, the word healed the people. And Jesus finished ministering to the people. Once he was done, verse 4 says, He said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. God of miracles. He is talking to Peter. You think Jesus didn't know? Because Jesus knew how empty Peter was, because Jesus had the prior knowledge of what happened and how Peter was. This is God in flesh here. But still, he was 100% man. We saw the importance of being being filled with the Spirit of God, letting God move in you and not leaving your prayer closet until you hit the threshold of knowing that God has intervened at this hour, that God has filled you with his power. Do not get up from your prayer closet if you really want to be effective in the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ 
who went to the mountainside, Jesus Christ who went to the desert area, he spent time with the Father and he was charged with the power of the Holy Spirit. Now when he came and he stood here, the moment he saw Peter, he knew how Peter was and he also knew that Peter was going to become his disciple. So he's turning to Peter and he's telling Peter, knowing that Peter didn't get anything the previous night, we should also know that when God has a plan for somebody, God works out everything together. So it was the hand of God who told all the fish over there while Peter was fishing, hey, go to the other side. So there was no fish. Peter was trying and trying and going here, going there. Everywhere Peter was trying to get the fish, the fish were commanded by God to go to the other side. So no fish came to Peter's net. And Peter is coming back empty. He would have sat and heard the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. He would have seen what Christ did. Now, after doing all these things, he is turning towards Peter and he's telling Peter, Peter, launch out into the deep and let your nets for a catch. He didn't tell how what the outcome is going to be. Peter, who came from there, and the guy who was rinsing his net because he tried everything, everything, every tactic he knew. He was a professional fisherman. He tried everything and he came back. Now Jesus is telling him, go back, go back and do what I'm telling you to do. Simon Peter answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. What is, what is he telling? I went to the deep already. I already went to the deep. I did all of this, Lord. This is not something that I did not do. So we must understand, he already went to the deep. He already let down his net over there, but he didn't catch anything. And he came back over here. Now Jesus is telling him, go back and do this. This is something God will tell you to do. You might have done something, tried something, and you would think, that okay, this is not going to work. And the Lord will say, try it one more time. Try it one more time. Do it this time and it will happen. Our God is a miracle-working God. When He tells us to do something, when we simply do it because He told us to do, we will see God do miracles because His Word was released. When the Word is released, the Word accompanies miracle-working power because the Word does miracles. And so when the Word of God releases something, when the instruction or command is given by God, the command accompanies your miracle. Anytime you obey God, you will see a miracle because the word of God carries the power of God. It's not just something that God says and we do it and we just wait and wait and wait indefinitely not knowing what we should do or what's going to happen to us. The word of God has a definite purpose. We saw this few days ago how just like the rain comes with a purpose to water the earth in order to cause the earth to produce, God's word says. God's word, when it's sent, it's sent with a definite purpose. And the purpose will be accomplished when we cooperate with the working of the Holy Spirit. Rain comes. We cannot be barren ground, right? The rain comes to cause the earth to to produce. But if it's a barren ground, no amount of rain goes there, it's not going to produce. So there is our responsibility... And God's working. God working in our lives and we working together with God, making ourselves available, preparing ourselves to receiving what God has for us in order for us to produce for God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Peter saw everything. He tried everything. He couldn't 
really succeed in his catch that night. He came to this place of emptiness and he's going home with nothing. He was going to go home with nothing. But at that point, Jesus looks at Peter. When Peter was so tired, he asked him for his boat. When Peter was so tired, he's telling, come on, Peter, go back and launch out into the deep. Just go to the deep and just try it. Do this. When Jesus said this, Peter is talking to Jesus. He said, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. We have to look at the honesty of Peter. Peter didn't talk about all his past experiences. Peter didn't say, well, I'm such a big you know, fisherman and today I didn't get it, but tomorrow I'll get it. So I'll go home and sleep Jesus by. Many people are like that, full of pride. When God is telling them to do something, they'll say, no, thank you. I know how to handle this. I'll try it tomorrow. If Peter would have done that, he would have missed the Lord of glory because this was more than the fish and the net. This was an eternal call of God that was going to come to Peter to open his eyes to see who this is. God is calling you today to go to a deeper level. Anytime God calls you for something, it's beyond fish and it's beyond nets. It's for something eternal. It's of eternal value. So, God came and he called Peter and he said, launch out into the deep. And Peter is giving Jesus Christ uh, an honest explanation about himself. What is he saying? In short, God, I totally got zero in my fishing trade last night. He was very honest. No pride there. No preserving image there. Nothing. He got a zero and he told Jesus, Jesus, I got a zero. I'm so sad I got a zero, but I really got a zero. And that's all he said. But you know what? You are telling me to go try it, so I'm going to go try it. You see, honesty and humility. Let me tell you this. If you want God to use you, being honest and being humble is valuable before God Almighty. When you are honest before God about your emptiness and say, Lord, I'm really empty. I can't do anything right. I really need you. That's humility. Lord, because you're telling me to do, I'm going to do it. When a person is honest, 100% honest before God, only if you're humble, you can be honest before God. When you're honest before God, and you humble yourself not to receiving what God is speaking at this hour. You know, there are times when We've seen people where they won't even pay attention to anything that is spoken because they're full of themselves. Because they're full of themselves, they will not be able to see what God is doing at that hour. Peter was not like that. Peter was someone, though he was not able to get what he wanted to get the previous night, even though he used to catch fish and he was a professional fisherman. That's something that he knew how to do. He was a failure that night and he admitted his failures to Jesus Christ. He said, Lord, I failed in my profession. I'm a zero, Lord. I couldn't get anything. But because you're telling me to do, I'm going to do. He didn't 
talk and argue with Jesus. Well, Jesus, how long have you been fishing? Do you know how to do this? And is this your trade, by the way? And do you know how to do it? Because I'm really very tired. And if I know what experience you have, then I can go there. But I don't think I can go now. I'm so tired. Peter would have been very tired. But he listened to what Jesus said. Let me tell you this. It's a prophecy God is speaking at this hour. When the Spirit of God moves through a person, the Spirit of God who is speaking through the vessel of God will cause people to receive the counsel of God. If you would have tried counseling people and you think that they are not listening and they are not hearing what you are saying, you need to really, 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 really pray more and say, Lord, I want you to work through me. Now, we must also understand that every single person listened to every single thing Jesus said. That's also there. But there is an effectiveness that comes through the anointing of the Holy Spirit where the Spirit of God moves in a very powerful way. But Jesus Christ was ministering here and Peter who was so tired who gave his boat to Jesus. Now he's sitting there and he's watching what Jesus did. He's watching how Jesus preached and what was happening during his preaching. As he was sitting while Jesus was teaching, something happened in Peter already. Where, when the Lord came and told him, launch out, launch out into the deep, he was able to be honest before Jesus Christ. And he was able to go and do what Christ told him to do. There is preparation involved when it comes to evangelism. If you want to win souls for the Lord Jesus Christ, you must be an effective fissure of men. If you want to be someone who is used of God, you must be in the presence of God, carrying the power of God. You know, you see a magnet, you take a magnet and you take it near iron, it will attract iron to itself. That's how it is when a man or a woman who is in the presence of God and they come out of the presence of God, their words will have effect. Their prayers will have effect. What they say to people will have effect. Where they go, what they do will be led by the Spirit of God. Not much wastage will be there. God is speaking to your hearts at this hour. Jesus Christ's ministry was very effective. As He taught the people, the Spirit of God drew multitudes to Himself. As He taught the people, the Spirit of God worked in Peter. As Peter was listening, he said, I can be honest with this man, even though I don't know, he is different. He is different. And I'm going to listen. And I'm going to obey him. That's the working of the Holy Spirit. Our lives must be filled with the power of God, by being in the presence of God. When you go and tell another person about Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God will draw their hearts to the Savior. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. The ministry of Jesus Christ was so effective. Peter listened to what Christ said. Not just the word of God where he's talking about the kingdom of heaven. No, this is something about his profession. Now Jesus talked about the kingdom of heaven. It's all good. He's a prophet. But now he is telling Peter something about his fishing business. What do you know, Jesus, about fishing business? Peter knew the Spirit of God is in Jesus Christ. If he's talking about fishing, then I better go and do what he's telling me to do. May the Lord speak to our hearts at this hour. 
Peter listened to Jesus Christ. Peter was blessed by Jesus Christ because of the price that Christ paid. Not only God becoming man, but throughout his earthly ministry, Jesus was a man of prayer. Jesus was a man who prayed all through the night. Jesus was a man who prayed during the day. Jesus was a man who fasted when his disciples went away to get food for that one Samaritan woman and for the entire village in his mind. He fasted even though he was so tired and it was so hot in the middle of the day. He was keeping the business of God in his mind and he said, that is my food. That is my everything. Rest, food, everything was put to the back burner because the will of God took priority for Jesus Christ. If we want to serve like how Jesus served, He is our hero. And we must pattern our lives according to His. By being in the presence of God, and the same Spirit of God who was upon Him will be upon you too. To cause you to do what Jesus did. To be effective in saving souls. To be effective in touching the lives of people. Even those who come to you for their needs and they don't even know that they have a need. They have no clue that God can do a miracle in their lives. Peter had no clue. Do you think he would have expected after the meeting was over, because I gave my boat and he's going to fill my boat? No. No. Not at all. But Jesus did something for Peter. Not only because Jesus cared for him, but Jesus cared more for him than for his physical needs, more for his soul, I should say, than for his physical needs. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That all starts with your soul first. The call of God upon your life is the most important thing. And then according to that, as you seek God in his kingdom first, he takes care of everything, your children, your body, your health, your children's health. Everything comes under obeying God and doing his will. That's the order Jesus followed. My meat is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish it. That's it for the disciples. They said, oh, we can't say anything anymore. Because for them, their minds were on their bellies. But for Jesus Christ, his mind was on souls. Now, Jesus Christ here, full of the Holy Spirit, had such an impact on Peter. Such an impact on Peter. He is looking at Peter and saying, launch out into the deep. Launch out into the deep, Peter. Launch out into the deep. Jesus, if he wanted to, he could have just called all the fish to where Peter was. He didn't do that. He wanted to see Peter's faith and Peter's obedience. More than your comfort, more than Jesus Christ doing something for you temporarily to make you feel happy, he is more interested in your soul. He's more interested in strengthening your faith. He's more interested in leading you towards the ultimate call of God that God has for you, for your life. God is speaking to your hearts at this hour. When the Spirit of God is working, when the Spirit of God is moving in the lives of God's people, it will be in an unmistakable manner that God will intervene. God intervened in Peter's life. And God changed everything on that day. When he left everything and he followed Jesus Christ 
and his brother Andrew, they left everything and they followed Jesus Christ. Such an impact Jesus had on the lives of those he had encountered with. God is speaking to your hearts. Whomever you have encountered, you need to have such an impact. Not just a little impact. We saw this yesterday. You want to be a paper cup, plastic cup, silver cup, golden cup, any golden cup, something in a museum, or you want to, want to be a king's royal golden cup, copper cup. There are many cups. They're all useful. You don't want to be content where you're saying, oh, I'm useful. God is using me too. I'm useful. But is that the ultimate purpose of God for you? God has called you for something way higher. Where are you sitting? God has called you for something way higher. What are you doing? There's always a price to pay. If you really want to do the will of God and get into the call of God that God has for you, there is a price to pay. And price is not easy. The price is not tiny. Anything that's costly will cost you. Anything that's costly will cost you. In order for Jesus Christ to save us all from our sins, He had to lay down His life. It cost Jesus Christ everything in order to see the salvation of souls in this world. In order for you to see salvation of souls through your life, through God working through you, there is a price to pay. You must lay down your life so that others can live. Without that, there is no ministry. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. If Jesus had such an impact on Peter's life and those who were with him, you too can have such an impact on the lives of those whomever God will bring your way. Do you want to have such a life? Do you want to live such a life? That's how it should be. If we don't fulfill the perfect will of God for our lives and are not driven by the passion that comes from God the Father not any passion but the passion that comes from God the Father we're not really going to accomplish much for Him we'll be some any cup out there doing something for God you know some people will say you need to do something for God well that's not what we're called for we're not here to do something for God we're here to do what He wants us to do the way He wants us to do when He wants us to do God is speaking to our hearts today. God has called you for something higher. God has called you with an eternal call. God has called you for His glorious purposes. If an astronaut can put in that many hours, can be goal-oriented, can keep distractions away, if a scientist can keep distractions away and be goal-oriented and his family can pay the price and he can pay the price in order for him to achieve something, let me tell you, through the Holy Spirit working in you, you can do far more than what they can do. For the kingdom of God, you can impact the lives of millions and billions of people through the Spirit of God working in you if you will discipline yourself and do at least what a heathen scientist would do. At least what a heathen astron- ast- astronomer would do, or an astronaut would do, in order for him to follow through with his passion. The sacrifices they make, the mind that is completely given over to what they are passionate about, God's people should be at least 
on that level. What a heathen is after and how he's passionate after that. God's people should be passionate about the things of God at least equal to that. Let me challenge you today. If you're willing to pay the price, if you're willing to be consumed with the word of God and let the word of God consume you, if you're willing to pay the price and let the spirit of God work in you and spend time in the presence of God, eat, breathe, drink the Holy Spirit, eat, breathe, drink the word of God, God will use you in a mighty way. You will be a different person. You will bring change wherever you go. Not only would the Spirit of God change you, but through you He will change multitudes. Multitudes came to Jesus Christ, just like that multitudes will come to hear what the Holy Spirit will speak through you. If you will pay the price. If you will say, I want to live like Jesus. I want to live a life like Jesus' life. I want to serve like Jesus. I mean, if you want to be something that you think that you want to do for Jesus, that's fine. But that's not God's goal for you. At the end of the day, one thing he will ask you, did you do my will? On that day, you don't want to stand there and say, well, Lord, I did something for you. No, that's not going to be acceptable before God. It's not about what you want to do. It's about what he wants you to do. But even within what God wants you to do, you can step into that and you can shortchange yourself. You can do the will of God to an extent, not passionately, not be fully used of God. And God's word says very clearly that in the work of God, some are built with wood, hay, stubble, and precious stones. The fire of God will come and test everything. Some will be burned down to nothing. Some will stay. And out of that, the quality matters. And there's difference from one to another. The Spirit of God is speaking to your hearts today. One life you have to live. Only one life. Only one life you have to live. If you give that life to Jesus Christ and be driven by His passion, like how He was driven with the passion of the Father, and He accomplished everything that God wanted Him to accomplish, you too can do that if you would live a life like that. Let me tell you, not only will you have no regrets, you'll have great joy in this world and in the world to come. Tell the Lord, Lord, burn your vision into me. Burn your vision into me. Burn your vision into me. As a church, we're going to pray that right now. Asking God to burn his vision into every single person who is here. And tell the Lord, Lord, burn your vision into me. If I don't have your vision, I don't want to have anything in this world. It is only those people who will accomplish great things for the Almighty God. Shall we pray? Thank you, Jesus. 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 Touch your people, Father. Touch your people, Father. In the name of Jesus, touch your people, Father. Touch your people, Father. Oh, Peter was able to look at the lame man and say, silver and gold have I none. Hallelujah. And he had something to give to that lame man to make that man walk and to glorify God and to have all the people glorify God together with him hallelujah what do you have in order to offer to those who are broken lost lonely dying in bondage to sin committing suicide every single day overdosing and dying every single day dying from diseases every single day satan is having 
a mass massacre everywhere. God is asking, who will be my voice? Who will stand up to stop this massacre? Who will stand up on my behalf? Jesus came 2,000 years ago and Jesus did his work. Jesus did his ministry. What are you doing for what he did and what he has sent now, which is his Holy Spirit, to empower so that you can be just like Jesus. You can serve just like Jesus. Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit. He was doing good everywhere and healing all those who were oppressed of the devil and healing all manner of diseases. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Tell the Lord, enough is enough. I need to have discipline in my life and I need to have the passion that Christ had. Ask the Lord at this hour. Jesus will give it to you. Ask the Lord at this hour, in the presence of the Lord, tell the Lord, fill me with your passion, oh God. Hallelujah. Not any kind of a emotional prayer. God is looking for something concrete. Tell the Lord from the bottom of your heart. Tell the Lord, fill me with your passion. If I don't have the passion of Jesus Christ, I don't want to have anything else. Can you bring yourself to pray that prayer? Can you bring yourself to pray the prayer? Can you bring yourself and say, Lord, if you don't give me that passion that Jesus had, the very same passion that Jesus had, I don't want to have anything in this world. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mean it. Don't simply say just to say it. Before you say it, think it through. Because these are very strong statements and God will hold you according to that statement. So think it through before you make a commitment to God. And tell the Lord, Lord, I'm really meaning it from the bottom of my heart. If I don't have the passion that Jesus has, I don't want anything else in this world, Lord. If you really mean it, then say it. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Silver will perish. Gold will perish. Money will perish. Education will perish. Cars will perish. Houses will perish. Jobs will perish. This world will perish. Our bodies will perish. But what you do for Christ is the only thing that is going to follow you into eternity. Our work will follow us into eternity. And doing the will of God will follow us into eternity. Do it with all your heart. Whatever you do, do it with all your heart unto God. And be driven with the passion of God. Do it passionately for Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. God is looking for passionate men, passionate women of God who will lay down their lives, who will be in the presence of God, who will fall on their faces before God and say, Oh God, change me. Oh God, change me. Oh God, change me. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord that. Tell the Lord that. And the five qualities that God spoke to you during worship. Take that before God and say, work this in me, my father. Work this in me, my father. I don't want to live any other way. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, I don't want to live any other way. If you really mean it with your heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. From the depths of my heart, I thank you for what you have done this night, O Lord. Hallelujah. 
from the depths of my heart. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, for what you've accomplished this day. I know and I can see in the Spirit, the Spirit of God moving upon your people. Hallelujah. As you moved upon the waters of the earth, as you moved upon, Lord, this empty earth, oh, Spirit of the living God, you're moving upon our church, oh God. And I thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Touch your people at this hour. Touch your people at this hour. This is your time. This is your time with the Lord God Almighty. Cry out to God wherever you are. Cry out to God. Tell the Lord, Lord, make me a passionate man after your heart that your passion may flow through. Not any passion. Not human passion. Let me have divine passion. Let me have God's passion. Let me have God's passion for souls. Let me have God's passion for holiness. Oh, Father, let me have your passion. Let me have your passion. Only those who have the passion for God will go to God for God's power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To execute that passion without God's power. You cannot execute the passion of God that is in you. You need the passion of God in order to receive the power of God. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, Lord, I need your passion. I need your passion. Lord, instill in me. Burn in me your passion. Hallelujah. Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. Wherever you are, ask the Lord. Let the fire of God fall upon you. Let the fire of God touch you. Let the fire of God consume every darkness. Let the fire of God move upon you. 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 Birth something new, Lord, in our people this night. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Touch your people. Touch your people. Touch your people. On this eighth day, in this month of September, oh, God is doing something substantial in our church. God is doing something substantial in our church. All through these days of fasting and prayer, God has been working. God has been working. God has been working in a mighty way. And today is God's time. God's time. God's time. And your time in the presence of God to tell the Lord what you really want. What you really want. What you really want. What do you really want? Tell God what you really want. Hallelujah. What do you really want? Ask yourself this question. What do I really want? What am I here for? What do I really want? What am I passionate about? What am I living for? Ask God. Oh, tell the Lord. Lord, I need your passion. If you don't have any passion for anything, ask God. Lord, fill me with the passion that Jesus had. Fill me with the passion that Jesus had. Jesus said, ask and it shall be given. But you need to sincerely ask. Don't simply ask just to ask. Ask with sincerity. Tell the Lord, Lord, fill me with your passion. Fill me with the passion of Jesus. Fill me with the passion of Jesus. Let that consume me when I'm sleeping. Let that consume me when I'm eating. Let it drive me to my knees, oh God. Let it drive me to my knees, oh God. Tell the Lord, fill me with my, fill me with your passion, oh Jesus. Let it drive me to my knees night and day, night and day let it not let me rest Lord let it not let me sleep Lord let it not let me eat Lord let Lord me do your will O God oh Father let the passion of God move me until I do your will O God let the passion of God move me until I'm empowered with the power of the Holy Spirit just as Jesus was to do what Jesus did because that's what Jesus said, Jesus said you will do what I did and much more hallelujah that's what Jesus wants, nothing less than the ministry of Jesus. Jesus does not want you to do any kind of, any other ministry other than exactly what Jesus did. If you want to do what Jesus did, you need to give yourself over to the passion that Jesus had. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Touch your people, Father. Touch your people, Father. Touch your people, Father. Burn in them your holy fire. Burn in them your holy fire. Burn in them your holy fire. Thank you, Father. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, pour into them your living water. Pour into them your living water. Pour into them your holy fire. Touch our people. Touch our people. Touch our people. Touch our people. Touch every single person, Lord. From the youngest to the oldest. Whoever is crying out to you, oh, Father, this hour. And saying, Lord, fill me with your passion. Fill me with the passion of Jesus. Hallelujah. The very same passion. The very same passion that Jesus had. God wants to give it to you. The very same passion Jesus had, God wants to give it to you. The very same passion Jesus had, God wants to give it to you. Go after God with everything that is within you. Thank you, Father. Elisha was passionate about serving God, and therefore he was single-minded. Nothing distracted him. The sons of the prophet didn't distract him. The Jordan didn't distract him. The fiery horses and chariots didn't distract him. He kept his eyes on what he was supposed to do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. A passionate man of God. Hallelujah. Who did great things for the Almighty God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, fill our people to the overflowing, oh God. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Transform their lives. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Clothe your people with humility, Father. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, may they have intent in everything, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, Spirit of the living God. Oh, may they have holiness upon their lips, upon their eyes, upon their minds, upon their hands, upon their feet, upon every part of their body in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. May they be consecrated unto you, oh Father. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. A true consecration unto God upon the entire spirit, soul, bodies, and minds of God. Thank you, Father. Father. Thank you, 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 Father. Touch your people. Touch your people. Touch your people. Touch your people. Touch your people, O God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I pray in the Spirit of the Almighty God. Move in them, Father, even through this night. Move in them, Father, even through this night. Don't let anyone rest, O oh Lord, Jesus. until they get what they need to get from you, Jesus. O oh Lord, may their minds be consumed with the Spirit of God, yes. filling them with the Word of God. Hallelujah. That their walk may become like the walk of the Word of God. Hallelujah. Their talk may become like the talk of the Word of God. Hallelujah. Or that they are ministering unto you and to the people may become like the word of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So bless your people, O Father. 
this night. Thank you, Jesus. As your servant standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, I bless your people this night, O oh Father, with the blessing that you alone can bless them with, O oh my Savior. Hallelujah. Oh, that they may be filled with a passion that Christ had. Hallelujah. That they may go after Christ with everything that they have. Hallelujah. That they may obtain what Christ has for them in order to fulfill the purposes of Christ the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I thank you for doing this. Raise among us a mighty army. A holy, mighty, humble Hallelujah. army filled with the love of Christ. Hallelujah. 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 Passionate about the things that God is passionate about. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. To live for Him and to die for Him, if need be. Thank you, Jesus. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank, Thank you, you, Jesus. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, 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 thank there's comfort, strength, preparation, everything in your presence, Holy One. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord, for your word that has come forth these eight days. Lord, the word that is more precious than fine gold. Thank you, Jesus. More costly than fine gold. Oh, Lord, I pray that the word would go through every channel in our system. Mm. Lord, every nook and corner of the spiritual house of our souls, Mm. it would be a fire that would continue to burn day and night. Lord, that would be a result of our love for you Mm. to follow your path. We thank you, Lord, for Holy Spirit's work. Thank you, Lord, for continuing to work in us. Thank you, Lord, for opening spiritual eyes. Opening spiritual ears, Mm. causing our hearts, Lord, to leap in your presence because of your goodness, Lord, Mm. in our lives, because of your royal calling, your high calling. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, I thank you. Help us, Lord, to digest and to review and to meditate, not let this slip away from us, but to hold fast. We know that we're responsible for our own souls. The food that we need to get for our souls, we need to get it. Mm. And we need to eat it. Mm. We need to continue to have it. Thank you, Lord, for providing all that we need. Help us to do the act of eating and digesting, Lord, by your grace. Thank you, Lord. To produce fruit, Lord. The fruit of the Holy Spirit. The gifts of God's operations in our lives, Lord. Mm. Lord, you are calling us into the glory realm. Of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for uh, teaching us, Lord, to leave that worldly, earthly plane so that we can walk with you, Lord, in this spiritual plane. Thank you, Lord. Lord, that miracles, signs, and wonders, Lord, will abound through our ministry, Lord. 
that each one, Father, that goes forth with the Word of God speaking to people mm-hmm. would be humble enough to acknowledge the failure mm-hmm. so we can get power from you, Lord. Mm-hmm. They can turn to you, Lord, and say, Lord, when I speak, it must be effective. Lord, I need your anointing. Thank you, Lord, for helping Jesus. each one to cry out where they are. That the Holy Spirit may be with them, that everything of self mm-hmm. and self, Lord, Jesus. teaching and wittiness and intellectualism and plans and logic, all of this will be discarded, mm-hmm. that we may be empty cups before you, that the Spirit of God may come. Mm-hmm. So all the glory would go to you, Lord. Only you can work and change people's hearts. Thank you, Lord. We praise you and thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God is moving one more time. God is moving one more time. God is moving one more time on the earth to fulfill this precious word, every promise I have heard. God is moving one more time on the earth. So move in me, O precious Lord, move in me, O precious Lord, move in me, O precious Lord, one more time. To fulfill your precious word, every promise I have heard, move in me, O precious Lord, one more time. Hallelujah. For many of us, it may be a first time to leave the carnal realm to go and walk in the spiritual domain, to do ministry in a spiritual way, to have the passion of God, then we can say the first launching out into the deep Mm. was a sort of pilot mission. Mm. It was a precursor to prepare Peter for many launchings out into the deep Mm. so he can recover multitudes after that. What God has called for the initial leaving of everything that we know so we can do God's will. We answer that today. Mm. Follow through by discarding everything that is selfish. Mm. To be humble greatly so God sees that humility. Mm. To have the integrity. To be able to forgive and leave the self-centeredness. To have what God has for us. God will have us launch out into the deep many, many, many times. Mm. Great catch of souls for His glory. For the good. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. We praise you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.